Hey everyone, and welcome to the season four finale of the Local Influencers Podcast. I'm your host, Abel, and today I have two special guests and dear friends, shall I say, um, Alexis and Abigail. Um, so Alexis and Abigail are actually my going to be co-hosts on our new podcast called A Killer Time that comes out in January 2022. Uh, but more importantly, the reason they're here today is because they are both members and uh, Abby is actually the founder of the Traveling Library in here in Corpus Christi, Texas. So thank you both for being here. Thank Thanks you. For us. I feel like we're talking to my friends like so like professionally but uh it's for our listeners so we have to act professionally guys okay <laughs> so uh abby or abigail is the executive director and founder of uh, the nonprofit traveling library and alexis is our vice president and grant writer currently so abby i have to go to you right it's kind of we've been talking about people want to know our founding story we're basically a new nonprofit. what made you want to start this nonprofit, and uh, why is it important to you? So I always had an idea of a nonprofit in the back of my head. I never knew what I wanted to do. I just knew that I wanted to help people. Um, I went from a homeless, like self-sustaining community to where they had their own grocery store, everything. Started researching, it was too much money. <laughs> for me to handle at the time. <laughs> and then um, I started working at this local school during the peak of the pandemic. And that is where I realized that not everybody had the same access to um, books and literature that I did growing up. Books were never a struggle to me. My mother was a teacher or still is uh, actually, she was a teacher who would go to her classroom and grab a book. And so I've, I was just always surrounded by books and I always thought everybody had a book. And then um, once again, it's when I started working that I realized, you know, the literacy rate here is low. Um, it didn't, the pandemic didn't help. And so that's when I decided, you know, I should take my love of reading and my want of always having a nonprofit and merge them together. And that's when I came up with the traveling library. Awesome. So uh, Alexis, what attracted you to the traveling library? What made you want to join and be a board member and just be involved in general? Yeah, so Abby and I actually went to middle and high school together and one summer of summer camp where she dropped a table on my head. Um, <laughs> and actually she didn't tell me about the nonprofit idea until um, earlier this year, I would say like January or February. And she brought it up to me as just like an idea. Hey, I'm going to do this. Do you want to be a part of it? Um, and, you know, I'm a full-time student. I also work almost full-time as well. So the idea of being a part of a board of a nonprofit was a little bit intimidating. But when she told me about the mission, it just sounded like something that I really wanted to be a part of. And especially in Corpus Christi, since that's where I was essentially raised, um, knowing that I also had you know, all the access in the world to books that I could want. I had access to the libraries, the public libraries, which are kind of far away from a lot of areas in the city. And then the school that I went to, they had the library open to any students at pretty much any time except the weekends. So I had all this access and I just 
hearing about her mission and what she wanted to do, I was kind of connected with that and wanted to just be a part of it in some way, shape, and form. So here I am. Awesome. So you mentioned the mission statement. Abby, uh, for our listeners that may not be familiar um, with the Traveling Library yet, uh, what is our mission statement? So the mission statement is access to knowledge encourages the exercise of rights, inclusion in society, and freedom for all. The Traveling Library provides knowledge to those in need by providing literature and other resources that are needed. So I know as a board member, some of behind the scenes stuff and what our future goals are and things that we can't necessarily talk about yet, but (laughs) what are some short-term goals that you can kind of share with our listeners that uh, we hope to accomplish and how can people help us accomplish those goals? So short-term goals are to get a trailer um, and we actually have a trailer and we're hoping to raise money to fix up the trailer so that we can partner with schools and businesses and park in front of their lots and just have the kids come and check out a book and then return that book and grab a new book. So short-term goals is help us raise money for our trailer (laughs) and then donate books so that we can continue that library idea. Yeah, for sure. So I loved the idea when Abby told me about it. Um, She knew that I had obviously a lot going on, but I don't, I thrive off of chaos and that's my therapist. You shouldn't be listening to this. So um, (laughs) uh, I thrive off of chaos and I think the three of us do, and that's why we clicked so well. And I think um, when Abby approached me as, you know, about the idea, uh, I was definitely wanted to be involved I didn't know how I wanted to be involved but I know I wanted to be involved and um, so I'm currently the uh, on the board as well and it's exciting because I also had access to books very easily and I think that you know the three of us we didn't we don't realize as when we're younger uh, we don't realize how important they are you know in school they're like you have to read this book and you have to read and you're like ugh, annoyed and then you realize as you get older, um, I'm, a, I'm just a couple years older than Abby and Alexis, by the way, y'all. Just a couple. Just a couple. So as you get a little bit older, you realize that not everyone has um, the ability to even get a library card, right? Mm-hmm. And so I thought it was important that the traveling library, like you said, our goal is we have our trailer. Uh, to fix it up and so we can travel and be a a mobile basically library for um, low-income areas and um, not only are we I think helping we we want to help more than just the children so can you kind of speak about that uh, Abby like what how can we or how do we plan to help um, the adults listening to the podcast maybe that or people that they may know so Corpus Christi is a really Hispanic populated uh, city. We have a lot of Spanish speakers in Corpus Christi. Um, That's the only language they know, or they may not have very good English skills. (laughs) English is a hard language. (laughs) So we hope by helping the kids that we're also helping the parents, um, if they see their kid gaining confidence in their reading abilities and 
you know, their speaking abilities that these parents can feed off that kid's confidence and then in turn, they'll work on themselves too. So when we say providing literature and other resources that are needed, that is more geared towards the adults, the parents, the guardians. Um, if, if a guardian comes to us and says they need this, this, and this, or they're struggling to find this thing, we would try to help them as much as I as we can. Because, you know, that's what a public library would do. I think that people don't realize how much a library actually does. It's more than just getting books. It's helping citizens find, you know, information for taxes, for um, if you need help with schooling, maybe they'll help you find schools and universities that could help you with the program that you want to do. And so that's kind of our idea, but we just want to make it mobile because not everybody can make it to a public library. <laughs> yeah, and just I want to share a couple of uh, statistics that we have on our website, uh, the traveling library, cctexas.com. And um, a couple of stats that I know that we all agree that we were kind of shocked, but not really by. Um, I think some of I think are important for our listeners. Um, so one of the first ones is Texas has the fourth lowest number of libraries, um, basically at 3.2 per 100,000 residents. Um, the second, about 80% of children uh, in economically disadvantaged communities will lose reading skills over summer breaks due to the lack of access to resources. That kind of goes back to us talking about how in school we all had libraries and we were fortunate that had libraries that uh, had an influx of books and had a good uh, amount of them. Um, and a lot of the time, school is the only place that kids can read, you know. And then uh, one of the last sets I'd like to share again that's on our website is uh, only 24% of Texas fourth graders perform at a proficient reading level. Like that, 24% of Texas fourth graders yes. read. That is, I mean, that is crazy to me that it's that low. It's like, I don't know. And um, I have friends that are teachers, uh, principal, administrators, coaches, and they tell me that it is one of the toughest jobs because in Texas, we don't get to, they don't get to necessarily teach the things um, they feel that are important. They have to teach what the state says. This is what you have to teach in order to get funding from us. And so I think that, you know, nonprofits like the Traveling Library are um, important to have. Libraries, again, are important. And I think that, yeah, I think that's why I wanted to have you all on. And so, Abby, what are some ways besides, like we said, obviously our biggest one right now, monetary donations, right? Uh, maybe Abby or Alexis, either of you, if you want to answer, both of you can kind of chime in different ways that people can kind of maybe help us and volunteer. What are some different volunteer things that we have uh, for our listeners that may be interested in helping us out? So we always need volunteers. Um, some of the volunteers that we need the most are our event staff. Um, we're this would be like when we actually set up with the businesses this would include helping us distribute the books to the students. Um, our trailer is kind of small. 
so the kids can't fit into it right now. So we need help somebody in the trailer and then we can let them know the kid can browse the books and then pick it. Then we, if you like to write, um, we also have guest bloggers. Um, this is more, it could be what you want. We have creative writing and we also have more like research-based um, blogs. This could, this helps us drive our mission of why we need help. It can include things like right now, a lot of the schools are getting ready to take their, I think it's their map or star testing. So a lot of statistics are going to come out soon. So that could be an example of a, of a more research-based blog. And then yeah. I'll let Lexi say a few of our other volunteer options. <laughs> yeah, so right now we're also taking volunteers to be storytellers. Um, obviously, because of COVID-19, the pandemic, um, we can't really visit all the places um, that we would like to. So it's kind of like an audio book. We just ask you to record a story, um, your own story, or one that we can provide for you. And then once we receive it, we'll turn it into... Um, we ask that you turn it into us at least two weeks after contacting. And then once those are lifted, those may turn into in-person storyteller situations, which would be really fun. And we're hoping to do that um, hopefully soon, but we'll have to see. Um, and then book reviewers as well. Um, any book that you want to review. Um, some books may be sensitive for some readers, but essentially you're in charge of um, marking the age range, grade level, and any sensitive warnings. And then um, lastly, just general volunteers. If you don't know exactly how you want to help, but you know that you want to help in some way, shape, or form, um, you can reach out to us and we can kind of see where you would be best fit. Um, and you can just tell us what you're interested in. And in general, one of the best ways to get the word out is just um, sharing on social media. You can find us on multiple platforms, um, mainly Instagram. We post on our stories very often. We post almost every day, if not every day on our Instagram in general. So just sharing posts um, with friends and family and getting the word out there about the traveling library is a great way to help if you may or may not have the time to volunteer and all of that. Yeah, awesome. And so you guys, if you're interested in volunteering or donating or whatever way you can help the traveling library, again, it's a new nonprofit here in Corpus Christi in the Coastal Bend area. Um, you can definitely check all of the links out in at the traveling library cctexas.com i'll have that link um in the show notes all you have to do is click it and go straight to the website i'll also have a link just straight to donation so you can literally just click on donate in the show notes and you can donate straight from there um, so you it will make it i'll make it as easy as possible for you all to help us help others um abby <laughs> Uh, as we wrap up here, where, besides the website, because I've uh, plugged it for our listeners quite a few times, and uh, <laughs> Alexis did mention briefly the Instagram, where can everyone follow the Traveling Library and so our they, handles? So on Instagram, it's the Traveling Library CCTX. On Facebook, it's the Traveling Library CCTX. And then we're also on Pinterest. We're going to be start, we're going to start sharing some resources that will help during those long breaks at home um we would have we're going to separate them by grade levels so all you do is just go to your child's grade level find a worksheet that looks fun print it out and that's it and we're on pinterest at the traveling library cctx as well 
Awesome. Well, Alexis, Abby, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for spreading the word about the Traveling Library. Um, and also for our listeners, make sure you check out the website. You, Whatever way you can help, we really, really would appreciate it. If you can't donate, if you can just spread the word, we appreciate that as well. And last, like definitely not last, but check out our new podcast uh, in January called A Killer Time. Uh, Abby, Alexis, you want to share briefly, what is A Killer Time about? <laughs> so A Killer Time podcast, um, we're all co-hosts on it. And it is essentially a true crime murder mystery podcast where we explore some of the most notorious serial killers or cold cases um, or even open cases that just haven't been unsolved, unsolved mysteries. Um, and even ones that aren't so notorious, things that may just be um, a little closer to home <laughs> or just things that we find interesting. Um, so season one uh, premieres January of 2022, and we're super excited about it. Yeah. And Abby, what are just some of the people that we'll be talking about? Don't give away all of our uh, episodes, but what are just a couple? So we will be talking about the famous, or should I say infamous, Ted Bundy. (laughs) (laughs) Bundy. Um, (laughs) I totally blanked. John Benet Ramsey. John Benet Ramsey, Jeffrey Dahmer, Pogo the Clown. And those are just some of the people we would be talking about we have some interest we have an interesting lineup <laughs> definitely it's a, we definitely have a good i think when we were planning season one of a killer time we wanted to definitely mix it up with some very very popular and more known cases and then we wanted to change it up with some people that you may not have heard of um and it, they're all very interesting and i again the whole reason for having Abby and Alexis here was for the Traveling Library. However, a Killer Time podcast does come out in January 2022, and I think everyone will enjoy that as well. So thank you again, both of you, for being my friends and being here on the podcast <laughs> for season four finale. It's very special to me. And uh, season five of the Local Influencers premieres in January as well. So until next time, guys, wherever you are listening, wherever you are, please make sure you head out into your community and do something good. Have a great day.